Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I can relate to the whole. I mean, I've never been in a fight. But the problem is, instead of superhero strength, I have the strength of a five-year-old. This is where the white trash part comes. Can I interest you in some sex? You banging cars, I'm going to talk shit about you. <laughs> it's 6.30 on a Sunday, and we are live. This is your weekly AA meeting with Arlo and Adam. Bomb square. 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 <laughs> Can't even talk. <laughs> he said square. Stuttered. <laughs> you such a ruined <laughs> I did. We had a bomb scare here in Tahlequah. Somebody called a bomb scare. scare. See, I did it again. Why can't I say that word? I can't say that word at all. Yeah. Go ahead and put your fine-ass mama back on the phone. <laughs> you know what your shirt's made out of? Boyfriend material. That's right, everybody. We are live. Welcome to the AA meeting. I'm Adam, and with me, as always, is the man that's never afraid to be naked. What is up, Arlo? What's up, big dog? Not much. We got a special guest that's going to be joining us a little bit later. David Shirley, you might know him from this season of Naked and Afraid. Let me know if you guys are hearing us out there. It looks like Arlo's having a little problem on his phone, but it's working on mine, so it just don't like you, man. It doesn't. Nothing likes me today. (laughs) I'm sure that you're no stranger to that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Never. Uh, that's nothing new. Oh Lord. But uh yeah. There, well I got there we go. Now we got live. There you go. What's up, Berto? Berto back in the house as always, one of our most loyal fans. And uh yeah, and uh David will be joining us a little bit earlier talk uh later talking about his experiences on Naked and Afraid, the survival show where two survivalists are dumped in the jungle or wilderness Buck naked with only two tools for survival, and then they got to make it work for 21 days. And we're going to talk to him a little bit later. But first, uh, we're going to give a couple of shout-outs to our sponsors, the first of which we want to give a big shout-out to the Electric Cowboy in Fort Smith, Arkansas. If you're going to be partying, if you're looking for a place to get buck wild before you get buck naked, head on over down to EC. But don't confuse the two. Don't go in there naked looking to get buck wild. They don't work like that. Save that for the after party. Only Adam does that. Only after like a few dozen sips. <laughs> when he turns into a woo girl. Woo! And that shirt just comes off. <laughs> just Once you see me doing the van damage after I've been singing horribly for a while, you know it's time to get Adam home because it's going to get crazy down there. But remember, guys, it does stay open until 5 p.m. in the morning. A.m. You mean Or 5 a.m. 5 a.m. You're going to feel it till 5 p.m. What's that ad- address, Arlo? Hey, it's 6107 South 31st Street, Fort Smith, Arkansas, where Fort Smith plays at night. Open to 5 a.m. Must be 21 to enter. Good job, dude. You don't even have to look at that now. You got this down. Arlo's going to be out there this Friday yep. night. He's going to be partying with them, bringing you some live feeds to the AA meeting page. Yeah, they got their, uh, it's like a, you you go there and it's like you, if you get there, I think before 10. Mm-hmm. They you get into drawings for Easter eggs. 
Oh, okay. And so they're giving away like these Easter egg stuff. So, and it's got cash in, is what it is. Oh, okay. And so you get a chance cool. to get that. So I'm gonna go up there, shoot some promotion stuff, because Adam can't be there to be on uh, for us to be live that night. So we'll figure out another date. Right get up there and do a live show from there. Give away some T-shirts and whatnot. Oh yeah, we love to do that stuff. Uh, speaking of T-shirts, t- we do need to give a shout out to our other sponsor. I'm co- talking about Full Blood Clothing. You can head on over to their Facebook page. Um, if I, and I just drew it. See how terrible I am with these kinds of stuff. Uh, look them up though. Full Blood Clothing. They've got. It's a native-owned business. They have a lot of different designs. You can catch them at all of the the powwows and special events, especially here in Tahlequah, uh, the re- local wrestling events. And they also are uh, signed a, a new contract with the United Kutua Band of Cherokees. Congratulations, Justin. Uh, give them give them some business. They got some great designs. And they are a proud sponsor of the AA meeting. And also look out for this summer because they are also going to have some MMA events and all kinds of cool stuff coming up. So, And we will share those on our Facebook page as the announcements come. And uh, remember, folks, if you would like to sponsor the show, you can uh, give it a shout-out, AA Meeting Podcast at gmail.com also if you want to do any kind of e-shopping or anything like that head on over to our website aameetingpodcast.wordpress.com click on the sponsors tab and check out our affiliates and help support the show while you do so so uh how was your week buddy busy 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 what do you got going on uh yeah i got some women coming to my women's class oh so you took that totally different direction that where uh, i thought you were going with that no no man just uh, training people, man. My days are starting like at seven, ending at nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I'm helping Matt at Full Blood uh, Gym, which is sponsored by Full Blood Clothing. Uh, helping his fighters from seven to about nine. Got a couple people we're trying to get ready for a May 25th fight, I believe. Well, ironically, in Fort Smith, Arkansas. <laughs> You know, the the city of Fort Smith just needs to go ahead and hook us up. I'm telling you, we just need, like, a key to the city over there, man. I mean, we got so many things we drop for them. Uh, I'm going to try to talk to the old boy that uh, puts that fight on. Right. See what? See if we can get something out of him. That's cool. I might, I'm going to try to get in there anyways for free just to go watch. Uh, tell him I'm going to cover it for Birdo. There you go. Like I always do, but I'm going to see if I can't get some kind of sponsorship out of it. The children's class doing good? Oh, yeah, dude. My children's class rock. Dude, I, I keep gaining kids every week. That's good. good. I gained another one. I got 10 kids now. And that's a natural anti-bully program, too. Dude, it's so. the best anti-bullying. I mean, this isn't like uh, we're going to get out there and hi-yah and nothing against like martial arts for kids. I mean, that's good. It teaches them discipline, but... I mean, you're also just, I mean, you're teaching them down to the savage basics. I mean, yep. you're just, when they when they get stuck and they don't have a choice and they've got to bang it out. Um, you know you can. Yeah. You know you're ready. It's a confidence build. It, it, very, very. Because, I mean, it's one thing to know I can grab someone and choke them. Right. But it's a different feeling of empowerment when you know you can knock a dude out. How do people get a hold of that, man? That's uh, Team Two Strong Boxing. You can either go to my Team Two Strong page, mm-hmm. or you can go to just Arlo Jumper on my Facebook page or Instagram at Team Two Strong. Shoot me a message. You got any questions about it, prices, whatever. And then the women's class that just now started taking off is another one that's just very empowering for women. Because mm-hmm. I get a lot of ladies that just have had issues throughout life. You right. know, with different things. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's a little bit of empowerment. Like, okay, next time someone tries to put their hands on me, or if someone tries to put their hands on me, I can put hands back on them. 
That's good, man. You know, not, everybody's got to have that. And they, I, they I wish I would have had stuff like that when I was a kid. I hate absolutely. a bully. So. Absolutely. Um, everything's going pretty good with me. The uh, like, like you were saying, I've got another cheer competition to take my kiddo to in Oklahoma City this weekend. So, fingers crossed on that. I think she's very grateful that the season is almost at an end. We shouldn't have any more. And uh, she's hanging up her pom poms this year. She decided she's done because oh, she's wow. ready to do some other sports. Nice. So, nice. Uh, it is a big commitment. I mean, uh, it is. I mean, she has to forsake everything, and when. Commitments are rough too. Whenever you get into stuff like that, very because they're because they're young mm-hmm. and it's fun the first few weeks, right? But then it's like, dang, and then then they get that feel, you know, of, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things. And, and you know, you're, you you made her stick it out, yeah, you know, which is the plus. Mm-hmm. Teacher, she got to finish what she starts, which is totally awesome. See, I'm a firm believer, and I mean. You now, I, if I don't think somebody can finish something, I don't try to talk them out, but I let them know. I was like, "Look, dude, this is this is something that I don't know if you're ready for, but yep. if they insist, which she was last year, I got her into it. And I'm look, once you make a commitment, there's there's it's a promise, and you owe it to other people. There's other people counting on you, and it's you've got a whole season. So if you're gonna do it, you're in. I'm not letting you quit. No, there is no quit. No, that's good though, man. Yeah. And she stuck it out. She's pretty good at it. I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen some of your live feeds with their stuff. You know, she's she's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it is a big dedication and mm-hmm. a lot of, um, a lot of uh, training for those girls. Right. I mean, it's good for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it does teach them the dedication side, like you said. But it also, uh, you know, it's a good teaching them how to be coached. Right. Because a, a lot of kids, like I'm getting some people in right now, uh, some grown people. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't deal with fighters anymore. You mm-hmm. know that. But I got some people I'm kind of, uh, I don't want to say coaching, just helping. Right. And then once I help them to a certain point, I'm like, all right, here, I'm going to direct you over here. Yeah. But one of them has never been coached. Right. And you can tell. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got the why train. Well, why? Well, why? I'm like, what are you, five? Yeah. I'm like, dude. <laughs> he got mad at me the other day. I said, I said, look here, son. I said, it's not rocket science. It's the sweet science. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because one, one thing, man, I, and he's like, well, th-, I said, no. I said, this is the real world. Yeah. And he's 22. Oh, that's yeah. a rough age, too. It is. Like, and he comes up to me. He's like, well, if you, I said, no. I said, I'm going to say this is the real world. I said, take that little attitude. Mm-hmm. And I started naming off gyms for him to go to. Yeah. I said, and ask them. I said, do it. I said, before you come back, go do it. For sure. I said, go in their gyms and see if they're as nice to you as I am. Yeah. I said, you're lucky I'm a nice guy. See, that's something that kids don't, don't seem like they have this day. What's or this day and age. And I know everybody wants to go millennials. But <laughs> it's it's just people don't instill that. Look, I mean, once mm-hmm. you make a commitment, you're in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, um it's 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 just a shame, and we do the same thing with the. Uh, see, Alex hasn't played soccer yet, and he wants to play. So whenever he plays, that's what what I kind of act, I don't want to say I talked him out of it, but he second thought it and changed his mind last year, mm-hmm. and so we're gonna go ahead and get him in. But uh, um, yeah, it's just something you know, 
people once they set their mind to something you you got to put it forward and you got to see it out oh and, yeah uh speaking of somebody that has that mentality once again folks for those of you who are just joining us we are going to be talking with david shirley who was recently featured on naked and afraid he's going to be joining us here around seven o'clock and uh he's going to talk a little bit about his experiences in the jungle especially that mentality of what it takes to survive out there with absolutely nothing uh but a couple survival tools um so yeah in other news, yeah, other than that, yeah, the bouncer season's up, and uh, we had piss-poor weekend, man. Just rain, rain, rain Poor all weekend. weekend for you. And the bad part is putting on that pollen-pocalypse. Have you seen those videos, dude? Dude. And, you know, I, I seen where Skylar was like, oh, it's been like that. I've never seen anyone, news channels post stuff like that. Not news channels. Yeah. I've seen them online. And, I mean, we all knew it's there. I mean, everybody's come out of their house and seen, like, a layer on their car. Dang, it's bad. But I've never seen a layer around the city. Yeah. You know. It's rough. Yeah. I'm like, I've never seen it like that. Mm -mm. I don't care what anybody says. Anybody in North Carolina, was it North Carolina, wasn't it, where that picture was taken? I believe so. Anybody in North Carolina that that listens to the show, take a look at that picture and tell me if y'all have ever seen or witnessed anything like that. Right. That's what I want to know, because when someone says, well, it's been like, OK, well, I want to know. Yeah. You know, I, w I want someone whose opinion from there right now. Right. That's lived there the whole life to come up and tell me, oh, dude, that happens all the time. Yeah. And if it does, I'm like, oh, well, dang, that sucks. But if they're like, oh, dude, I've never seen it that bad. OK. I'm a real sissy, though, when it comes to like stuff like that. I have allergy problems and then which are connected to my ear problems. So it's always man stuff so like rough. that always triggers me and i mean i was down for a couple of days this weekend uh yeah, the he'll, he'll coming back. oh my god and uh yeah, oh, yeah there's all kinds of different ones like there's that one where it's like a looming haze look like smog mm -hmm. and like a natural smog and then do you see the one where there's a tree falling and then it falls and then whenever it hits it just like a, a cloud in the shape of the tree just dissipates no so it's like those old Scooby-Doo cartoons, you know, mm -hmm. where they take off running and all that's left is a cloud. shadow, yeah. That's what it. the tree looked like. And so the whole thing just came down and then it rests and then just... And I'm like, holy crap. Could you imagine being underneath that? Oh, my God. Just that cloud hits you, know you die. I'm telling you, the world's getting tired of us. Yeah, yeah. That's it's my theory. The happening, it's coming it back. It is, dude. I mean, we got... We have uh, the lion... And the and the, the uh, poacher, yeah, the lion and that just sounds like a movie. The lion and the poacher. What was it? It was a lion, a rhino, and was it an elephant? Uh, the li uh, poacher was out there, I guess, hunting or uh, hunting rhinos uh -huh. or elephants, and mm -hmm. a rhino trampled him. And then the lion, and the ate lion him. ate him. Yeah, I mean, that's a bad day. That's a. <sighs> Yeah. I just, I just, I don't know, dude. I mean, that's, I, I, I'll, we see it all the time. And, and then it, the, the giant mosquitoes are coming back. Yeah. That's like literally 10 times the size of your average mosquito. Like the, uh, like the, uh, like the bee. Remember mm -hmm. that bee that they found that's t like bigger, the biggest bee that they said supposed to been extinct. Mm hmm. Same thing, man. Oh, that's what it was. It was a bee. I'm I sorry. I mean, I'm telling you, the world's getting tired of us. Well, on a small scale right now. <laughs> So we we talk about the zombie apocalypse a lot. All the time. It's my favorite topic. Have, 
carry um, on. I should have shared it to the page. Remember, you guys, you if you're listening to us, you can tune in to AA Meeting Podcast on Facebook. Join us in comments. We love to have the audience participation. It's our favorite part of doing this show. Or if you've got a big story or something, shoot us an email, aameetingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, there was a story out there, and they were showing the videos, and it's calling the unexplained uh, trumpets. I think I saw you comment. Yes. Zeke posted it to our wall. He did. That's yes. what it was like. That was eerie, dude. That is super scary, man. I- I've heard uh, like people give their educated guesses on it. Like, sure. Like edu- well-educated people. The theory, one of the theories was was that the world actually makes noises. The like, ambient noise. Right. Yes, while it's mm-hmm. moving, mm-hmm. while it's rotating. And that the deforestation is no longer absorbing that noise. Right. And so what you're hearing is the earth. So what you're saying is it's like a room that when all the furniture and everything's moved Echoes. out, the echo that... Yes. And it's because we've cut down all of our sound treat or mm-hmm. sound dampeners. That's it, an interesting it, theory. Yes. And I was like, well, it's not a bad one. Uh, then people want to get on, you know... I, I, we're not trying to make this religious show, but people will get into the biblical the religious, phase yeah. where they say uh, Gabriel's trumpet yeah. at tw- at the end when he when the dead rises and mm-hmm. you hear the trumpet sound. Basically, a call to the war. I yes. mean, that's the beginning of the end. That's signaling, all right, y'all gonna die. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I would have to be somewhere to hear it. Right. And I'm not going to lie, I'd be scared shitless if I heard it. I wouldn't know what to do. Because what do you do when you're out there and it's just everywhere? I've I've heard I've seen it was a rabbit hole, dude. I sat there and I, I kid you not, I watched like a dozen videos <laughs> of this, and they each one sounded a little bit differently. But they are literally from all over the world, from uh, Arizona mm-hmm. to New Zealand to China. There's several in Moscow, and there's people that caught caught them on the the dash cams of their vehicles over in Russia. Um, you know, we love those crazy Russians and it, and it is just an eerie sound. It does sound a lot like a trumpet, but trumpet, but it also almost sounds like Godzilla is coming out. Yeah. It, it reminds me of war of the worlds. Yes. You remember when those things it, it's metallic. Almost. Yes. Yes. It does sound very metallic. And it reminds me of war of the worlds when those things come out the yeah. ground, the noise it made every time I hear them. That's what I think of. I'll tell you a funny story. So when I can't sleep, I listen to ambient noises, mm-hmm. right? And it was funny as thing. I, and I, this is going to go hand in hand, what I just said. Right. So one night I'm asleep, listening to ambient noises, right? Uh-huh. And I start having a dream of the movie War of the Worlds, right? And I'm like, yeah. why in the world am I having this? Like, I don't know what's going on, right? Like, yeah. it's War of the Worlds happening, but I'm there. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up, like, I wake up in this super big shock and my ambient noises is playing noises from the ocean. And it's a tanker. With a big one, yes. <laughs> totally tripped me out, dog. Totally, totally tripped me out, dude. I was like, I said straight up in bed, man, and I was like, okay, you're good. Why was? It? And then I started hearing that, and I was like, damn, that's wild, man. That is wild. But that's what it reminds me of every yeah. time I hear it. Every yeah. time I hear one of those, it is eerie. And this has been going on for years. Yeah, they this, said hundreds of years. Yeah, it's nothing new. Uh, no, uh, Joyce, or excuse me, John asked if. Uh, it's only been going on three to five years. No, it's only been caught uh, on this scale Recently. three to five years. Because yep. remember, back before 
I, I want to say 15 years ago. Yeah, we didn't before have, 15 years ago. There we didn't. Everybody didn't have a camera camcorder. in their pocket, yeah. and uh, until recently, with the advent uh, or the the technology boom, as far as uh, cameras and audio. Everybody's got a recorder and uh, yep. that in their pocket, so everybody's catching all of this stuff. They still hadn't caught Bigfoot, but they've <laughs> caught the trumpet of Gabriel. So, um, you know, maybe maybe our our guest tonight's on to something. Maybe we need to all start getting into that survival stuff. So we're ready for whenever the the apocalypse comes. I, mean, and I just got some guns and ammunition. Guns and ammunition. Yeah, what happens when you run out of bullets? Uh, I'm just gonna start killing people and taking theirs. <laughs> Scavenging. That's it, man. Uh, you watched a show. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I always tell people you got you got to strategically plan your people. Mm-hmm. You know how to make a camp. I'm glad I made I made the cut. You know how to make a camp. Yeah. You know how to do all that cool shit. Mm-hmm. I got a buddy who knows how to uh, uh, make your own rounds. All mm-hmm. he needs is the brass. Yeah. And you can get usually one extra shot out of that brass. I can hotwire a car. Okay. Now we got some hotwire cars. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, it's just. The basic survival stuff. Other than not that, that I've ever tried. Other than that, I have no issue. Yeah, being Negan. <laughs> <laughs> I have no issue. I will, man. Uh, and that's what me and my friend we were talking this week, and she was like, we were we were talking about watching zombie yeah. movies. I was like, I have no problem being Negan. She's like, why? That's so wrong. I said, realistically, he was a fair man. It was a genius, actually, yeah. when you think about and it. And he was fair. And he, yeah. And he did provide a service to everybody under his influence. Audi in the comments, he's not worried about Gabriel's trumpet. What he's worried about is when Willie Nelson really dies. He said, up until Willie Nelson really dies, we're all good. So, um, <laughs> I'm not right. announcing making that mistake again. So, <laughs> <laughs> that that was the best one when you were like Willie's dead. I was like, oh, nope, no, he's not, buddy. You're such a bad friend. I know. You didn't say shit. No, I just like I believe it. Just roast him all day. Because <laughs> I looked it up, I did my own facts check, and I was like, okay, yep, I'm gonna roast him, asshole. You were you were so sincere to that day. You were like, Willie Nelson has died. I was like. <laughs> You were so sincere, dude. Like, it was like you were making, like, State of the Union address. I had t- convinced myself that it was true. So I was bomb, dude. Dude, you had this so sincere. You're like, it's with, it's with my deepest condolences. I what? wasn't that bad. <laughs> you weren't I was not. You were like, that I have to announce the great Willie Nelson has passed. And I was like, no, he didn't. I just left that off. Was I doing the Walter Conkart? Ladies and gentlemen. It was close, dude. Willie Nelson it was close. has died. <laughs> it was close. The THC has run out. The oh. CBD is no longer fueling the veins of the legendary country crooner. <laughs> you were, though. Man. You were so sincere. <laughs> I was like, I was like. Damn, I'm like, it's going to suck when I got to tell him. <laughs> you were like, no, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, no, go check it. You were like, damn. And everyone starts blowing it up. Adam, you're lying. On the bright side, hey, we're even because you shared a story that proved to be fake Which one? this week. The one about the uh, African They said it's still under investigation, though. Yeah, but Snopes and all, Snopes said, everybody said that it's fact. Is it? But there has, or uh, that it's fiction, excuse me. But there has been reports of people with that mentality, just not in that. See, I always, I always just post shit. I know you do. I'm never going to post yeah. a death. Oh, my God. Switched at birth. I mean, it's it's totally different story. It's You're still alive. Different. 
Still alive. <laughs> oh, man. Alberto says the government has a Bigfoot captured. So, you know, they Berto, also captured that alien, too. Which, uh, which, which, which government? You talking about the Mexican, Mexico government or, or our government? The shadow government. That's what it is. The Bilderbergers. Because uh, I want to meet, I want to see one. You want to fight one. I Don't would. lie. With one arm, I would still fight one. You want a boxing match Move. with Sasquatch. Move from him. <laughs> He wouldn't know what hit him. Wouldn't know what hit him. He say, "Man, there's like eight, nine of them around me." <laughs> <laughs> we, um, so we talked a lot about that ambient noise. Have you ever, and it influenced your dreams? See, I've got insomnia bad. Mm-hmm. I, 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 it's part of the reason. No joke. It is honestly part of the reason why I drink at night. That's my excuse, and I'm sticking with it. But I, I get to where I can't sleep. And that's rough, though, when that does influence your dreams and stuff. What I tell you what's really eerie is when you go to sleep using those ambient noises. Like, I use the rainforest mm-hmm. in mine. That that puts me out like a light. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you're having your dreams, and then you hear a little girl talking to you. And you're dreaming. You're out in the middle of the woods, and all of a sudden, are you awake, daddy? And then you wake up, and your little girl is staring at you. Not moving and just looking at you. Let me tell you, man, junk, that'll make you jump oh, out of your skin. It. You th- guys think I'm white on this camera? It's probably because of waking up to stuff like that. So I don't listen to ambient noises very much anymore because I, I always jerk awake. Like, like uh, I can't wake up softly. If somebody's waking me up, I can't just like, you know, oh, what a great morning. Um in recent few, uh, you'll have to ask Char about it. I she has woke me up once she gets ready up and ready for work or getting the kids up. I will literally jump out of bed. And one day I jumped up because I ready to fight. She said I jumped up and I was up, fists balled up, ready to go because I thought somebody was breaking in the house. So it's it's crazy. It's a uh, but I sleep really light. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I can You're hear. You're a light sleeper. I can hear. Dude, I can hear my front door from my bedroom. I can hear the knob turn. Right. Like, I can hear someone mess with my knob. Yeah. I don't know why, how. Like, I go super hyper fucking sensitive hearing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll hear everything. Tap, boom. House creak, boom. I, that's one thing I like since we've done the remodel. You've seen where our bedroom is mm-hmm. now. At you have if you come through the front door, we see You're you there. coming through. Yep. So and, and the kids are on the back end of the house. So if anything were to happen, we would know about it. Man, look at the comments blowing up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I would people wouldn't think of me as somebody that's actually going to do something. But yeah, when I wake up, yeah, and, uh, you're a grown man, yeah. man. That's this is your life. This is your family. If that's the big one right there. I, I, I yeah. expect you to do something. You know, whether yeah. you do anything, whether it works or not, doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't matter at that aspect that you did it. Right. You know, that you, you went and. I'd ask you if I go all Van Damme on them. So you <laughs> jump out and just, you know, how you hit. And I'm, Van Damme, uh, I'd, I'd so punch him because <laughs> that's like 30 seconds. I know that punch did not take that much out of a person. When he does those fight scenes, he that, poses for 30 fucking seconds screaming. To be fair, they're slow-mo. I'm, I'm turning his jaw about six inches the yeah. other way. I, that was that was always how I that lost me on the movies. Like I'd be so in enthralled in these fights. And then all of a sudden it's all like. Just holding, just holding, making the god awfulest noise in the world. 
I'm like, I just want to punch this dude. This is so... I mean, it's like after a, a 3 a.m. binge at Taco Bell. Just, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Same face, too. Yeah, yeah. Totally same, <laughs> same face. face. Same face. A little bit of drool. Yeah. A little bit. Uh. <laughs> yeah, nah, man. That dude is... Mm. Yeah, you do that to me and pause after you punch me once. Yeah, I'm going to turn your jaw about, about six inches to the left or the right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be picking you up off the concrete. True story. I got people when they first start boxing. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, just fighting. I got a lot of fighters when they first start. Yeah. They'll do this and hold them. <laughs> Same thing, and I'll just look at them. And I'll let them do it twice. Yeah. We'll do the punch mitts, and they're like... uh you know admiring their work right uh they're like admiring their work and i'm like you ain't been doing this enough to even admire anything <laughs> and they don't catch on when i say that so then about a minute later i let them do it for about a minute yeah i tell them bring your hands back bring your hands back and people tend to think this world is in the fight game i only do this to guys like women yeah. i won't do this to it's coaching mm-hmm. guys you got to build instinct yeah i got to build this up I, I do the same for the women but i do it differently the guys because they all got egos mm-hmm. and they're all trying to act like they already know what they're doing so when they start doing that admiring the work my, i slap the fuck at them with that punch man. <laughs> boom bring your hand back and just look at me never spar with arlo well no just look <laughs> at me and i said what do you think is going to happen in there let's be real yeah. What do you think is going to happen in there? And after that, nine nine times out of ten, that fixes that problem. <laughs> True story. It is. Well, I mean, that's I mean, that's common sense too. I mean, instinct is everything, mm-hmm. and I I don't I would never understood why you would leave an a limb extended. Yeah, a lot of them will do it. I mean, and especially if you're I mean, a fighter, like you know, a, an official ring with rules and stuff. I mean, that's bad enough. Mm-hmm. But say you're out in a street fight or something like that, you leave that in. I mean, you're exposed. It's over. That arm is going to be used against you. They're going to rip it off and beat you with it. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just the way I would think about yeah, it. You know? No, you're pretty spot on. Pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah dude. That's... Uh-uh. And there's just... Yeah, some people got it. Some people don't when you train them like that. Yeah. That's... And remember, folks, we are a live show. 918-973-0377. Our guest, David Shirley, will be joining us here in a, any minute now. Boom. Speaking of the devil, look at that. Hello, caller. You're live on the AA meeting. Who are we talking to? This is David. Hey, David. What's up? Welcome to uh, the AA meeting. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? This is not my first AA meeting, by the way. But <laughs> it's going to be your first one like this, let me tell you. Right. <laughs> by the way, cheers. <laughs> so, How's it going? Uh, it's going well. So, for those who don't know who we're speaking with, we're speaking with David Shirley, who was just recently featured on the hit show Naked and Afraid. And uh, can you... How, let me ask you this. So uh, I've been, I'm, we've been on Facebook friends for a, you know a couple of weeks or so. You're you're in car sales. Mm-hmm. How does a car yeah. salesman get into uh, survivalism? Let alone being dumped naked in the woods. <laughs> uh, well, I was actually in the Air Force for ten years. Um, I was a parachute rigger. Um, they call us aircrew flight equipment. Um, people know us because we packed their parachutes and we took care of all the pilots gear and everything like that. Uh, a big thing was we got to, we got to help the, uh, 
There's a career field called SEER, which stands for Survival, Evasion, Resistance, and Escape. And uh, those guys are the guys that are out there. They, it, it was enacted after, like, Vietnam. Um, they, they taught how the people had to, like, get out of POW camps, stuff like that. And uh, I worked hand-in-hand hand with those guys. So I got to go to all these classes and schools and everything like that. And uh, I was taught all these survival stuff. Um, which is, I mean, those guys are insane. Like I have best friends that do that stuff and that's all they do is God. I mean, they can make literally anything out of nothing. And, uh, so I, I was kind of piggybacked on that and, uh, I got, I got to, I got to learn a lot. That's, that's where I came from, um, for my survival stuff. So I, I wasn't always selling cars or anything like that, but yeah, <laughs> I did 10 years in the air force and got to learn a lot. So awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for your service. Uh, hey, David, Thanks. this is Arlo. Uh, I got a question for you. What Did you ever use any of your salesman hustle to hustle those people out there? <laughs> Trust me, I sold uh, cars. I, 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 know, I, know, I know how smooth we talk out there when we, when we need something. <laughs> like, like, did I ever bring it up that, that that was on the show and everything like that type of thing? No, nah, did you ever use those smooth talking skills for the, uh, for the uh, salesman to, like, hustle your way through oh, the no. show? The producers no, and such. No, no. no, not even the producer, but like the people out there. Like I, I can get people to do no. a lot of things for me if I was, you know, oh, off the ball car sales skills. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If you actually, if you check out my uh, my uh, my uh, business Facebook page, which is David Shirley Breed and Dodge, um, you can see like I I'm probably too honest to be in the car sales gig. Oh, I know um, that feeling. I'm, I'm I'm way too honest. Like I, I like I enjoy helping people and everything. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. So I'm, and and I love the people that I work with. Like we don't lie. We don't do anything like that. So, it's good, man. That um, should be. I, yeah, I, I grant. I, I do bring up the fact that if I can work it in and everything like that, like, oh yeah, I was on TV naked. Like I mean, it doesn't help. <laughs> and afraid. Time, but you know, it does. It doesn't. It doesn't always fail you. So. Now, now, which was the worst part, being naked or being afraid? Uh, naked, definitely. I mean, if, if anybody's watched, if anybody's watched the uh, the episode, um, I mean, I was pulled out on day four. Um, I had severe swelling in my legs. I was having an allergic reaction to bug bites and everything like Oof. that. It was it was horrible. I, I mean, I'm literally that was back in June, so like nine months ago, whatever it is. Uh-huh. And I'm still healing up from bug bites. Really? really? Well, that's because yeah. you're also in a in an area you're not used to, wasn't it? to like yeah and, correct and, i mean yeah like, nobody ever gets used to the amazon i don't think no, no and then <laughs> um, there's nothing so, you can really do for like vaccination probably like could it, they sent you in there with either because it's just uh, well grant uh, they did i mean there's a big like a vetting process and everything like oh, that wow. i mean they don't just select anybody yeah but, i mean they do put you through some medical stuff and give you uh, vaccinations to wherever you're going, but luckily I just—I mean, I was in the military for ten years. <laughs> yeah. I just, so you done? I just gotten done. <laughs> I just gotten done with a deployment uh-huh. and everything. So I was—I had to get like one vaccine. <laughs> and I was like yellow fever. Yeah, you know, I had like fifty different needles injected, and you just to go over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. The, uh, the 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 crash test dummy. Yeah, <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yeah. So, uh, what made you? like decide to do this show like did, did is there did Man, you put in for it yeah, yeah. i mean it was, it was literally kind of like 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 hold my beer moment type of thing um <laughs> yes, we all have those. We, we were we were having dinner and watching the show and everything like you should do that and like i wouldn't know how to apply and like google nowadays <laughs> is your best and worst enemy so i googled it and it was a fairly like 
easy application process as far as like entering your information and they're like why should we pick you i'm like well you guys wouldn't have to work that hard at your job um <laughs> blurring stuff out because i got a small dick so <laughs> like, <laughs> like my man later, i, like I got a call back <laughs> that is awesome that is hilarious uh we got we got a question from one of our listeners out here uh audie ingram yeah. asked he goes how did you go without shoes on the show um so dealing without shoes um that's one of the big things they tell you to do is is to prepare i mean you're obviously not wearing anything like that um uh-huh. and your feet are your like pretty much your granted you're not wearing clothes so your feet are your first like resistance to anything um uh-huh. i walked around barefoot and uh i walked around barefoot a lot um the first time i ever walked around barefoot most of the time like i burned the shit out of my feet and it just made it worse. So I couldn't, yeah. like, I mean, I literally, like, walked from, like, my uh, apartment to the apartment's pool and burned my feet. And it made it really, really, really bad. Mm-mm. And that was probably, like, about two months before filming. And uh, it I, I, after that, I mean, it was just, it was painful to walk alone, like, doing anything. Even with shoes on, after that, just burning my feet. Mm-mm. So, yeah. I mean, I was I was going to play, like... I mean, like, I mean, walk on Legos or something like that. But I mean, even that <laughs> no. wouldn't prepare. Like, even that wouldn't prepare you or anything like that. I mean, it's it's a, a totally different ball game once you get out there. Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine. I can imagine. So, you being out there, exactly, how much in danger were you, possibly? Um, I mean, because obviously there's a camera. There, <laughs> There, there, there's a camera crew and stuff like that, but there's, I mean, you're in the wild. Like, there's yeah. no telling what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, you don't have anybody there with a, a with a gun. Or oh wow, way, like, that's where I was going next. Like, we're we're completely alone at night. Um, even some parts during the day, like you don't always have someone. There. I mean, you're no one's holding your hand. Yeah, um, that is awesome. You're on you're, you're on your own for the most part. So, so there's not like it's, an it's armed guard real. on the outside of the no, camera no, no. frame that's holding nope. off lines and pumas and whatnot. Nope. There's it, like I have so much respect for the camera guys there because <laughs> I'm walking straight and I can see where I'm going and these guys are walking backwards trying to get their shots and everything. Jeez, um, that's that's awesome. Like the camera crew probably granted they have clothes on, but yeah, they, he plays I mean, hiking boots. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the. <laughs> they're definitely going through some shit and and i'm pretty sure the jungle is probably a lot like the desert everything will kill you yep um <laughs> we <laughs> i mean yeah if anybody's any like done any research like i mean we're in the amazon rainforest literally like everything out there is designed to not get eaten or to die so mm-hmm. i mean they're they're exactly. full of poison venom anything like that like it's it sucks like, I mean, I got bit up by ants, by mosquitoes, mm-hmm. everything. That's why you about lost your legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm still healing. Yeah, I'm nine still months healing later. from bug bite. That is crazy, man. That is wild. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Uh, I know several get, get their redemption opportunities. Would you do it again if they called you? Um, I... I I don't want to comment on that, but okay. you know, I can't. I, gotcha. I can't confirm nor deny that I've been offered I that. 
All but, right. You know, put put out the good vibes. I got <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, man. I would definitely, I would definitely do it again. Um, it, it just sucked that my body reacted that way. Like I couldn't control that. Um, yeah. But yeah. The, That's crap luck on I, that I, one, man. I won't confirm nor deny if I've oh. been asked to do it again. I got you. <laughs> if the opportunity presented itself, you would be down. So I got you. Uh, 110%. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what was – so I'm, I assume that you watched the show a lot uh, before mm-hmm. you you reached out. What was the biggest surprise, the thing that you were not prepared for? Um, I guess like – the whole like not meeting your partner thing or anything like that that's that's the biggest surprise for for the most part um it's super covert like you don't get to meet anybody else like it's like when you meet that first per like when you meet that person for the first time it's it's uh it's super it's uh awkward you, you've never met that person before like it's wow. it's really like that intense like you've never met that person before in your life and, and then they're really, it's real. Butt naked. And then you meet them <laughs> naked. Exactly. <laughs> In the jungle. Did you ever just sing to yourself, Welcome to the Jungle? <laughs> that's that's all I'd have been singing to myself in my head, looking around, just that's all I could think of. I, like it, I mean I was in the military for so long and like you you come to a point where like you don't you don't think anything's true until you're actually there. Uh, and even when I was there it didn't it didn't like fully click in. Even when I was naked, I'm like, holy shit, like I'm naked right now, but it didn't like fully like sink in. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, crap, we're here overnight. I know what happens in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. no, man. It's you're you're dehydrated, like you're fucking you're dehydrated, your mm-hmm. your mind's not in that sense. I have I've everybody that's ever asked me anything about it, like, Oh, are you you're getting a boner? No. No. Um you're malnourished, I, I, you're I dehydrated. Was, no, nope. Yeah. I mean that's that's the last thing on your mind. So mm-hmm. I actually talked miserable. to a guy um a few days ago and he's like He's like, I would, I would imagine everybody talked to you about like being sexual and all that, but he's like, I, I don't think that would be that way. I'm like, thank you. You're the first mm-hmm. person that's ever said that. It's definitely, I mean, the smells, everything now. <laughs> nope. I <laughs> mean, even after, I mean, I understand, you know, the medical thing after four days, but I, I'd think after day two, things would be just like, oh, don't. <laughs> and you're, you guys were in a hammock, but uh, you had the surprise. You had. You were there with two females, and yeah, from yeah. what I've seen in the show, they were polar opposites. So that was an interesting they, they dynamic. Were. So you had no um, clue. Yeah, no, like yeah, that's that's the big thing. I mean, you don't literally, literally, you don't meet that person until the first time. It's genuine, like wow. it's literally genuine, and like, and then we had the third person, obviously, and uh, that was really crazy. But the the girl with the short hair, Sarah. She's yes. a complete badass. Like me and her, mm-hmm. I mean, literally, we talk every other day now, or if not every day. Um, she's friends with my mom. Like our home, like where she lives now, and my hometown are like twenty minutes apart. Um, we're, I mean, we're close friends now. I, we have complete opposite views on a lot of shit, but it, mm-hmm. once you spend a couple nights together naked in a rainforest, it doesn't <laughs> matter what your bond. views are. <laughs> yeah. Ain't much, ain't much um, you can't share after that. Yeah. But uh, the other girl, uh, Makani, we have literally um, not spoken a word, um, which oh, wow. is crazy because if if anybody saw uh, the the previews and everything like that, you would not think that. 
So that's kind of what I figured. Perception, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, we're, we're we're out there. I mean, getting filmed twenty four hours a day, and you guys get to see a condensed fifty minutes. Exactly. So. There's only so much you can put in there, and there's so much you can change yeah. and make it look like that. Now, but see, yeah, Sarah's a complete badass. That's awesome. So, see, I've talked to a few of the survivalists. I've because um, I am a monster fan of the show. I've talked to. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, several of the uh, I can't even I'm having a brain fart right now but um, <laughs> now some of them say that some of the shows I mean I don't want to I'm not trying to throw shade or anything like that but uh, some of it what mm-hmm. you see is edited to tell a story was there any that you felt that got left out that should have been shown um I mean yeah I mean it's reality TV when it comes down to it yeah um, they, they leave out a lot of stuff um mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of glad at our edit because I had a couple of freakouts during the middle of the night. I mean, I was getting bit up by bugs. Oh, I bet. Like yeah. I had a couple of freak. I had a, I had a freak out and everything mm-hmm. like that. And they don't show that. Um, so I think we all knew. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I'm not an editor or anything like yeah. that. I don't know how they they do all that shit. Mm-hmm. But I was definitely not attracted to Makani in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, or anything like that. There's, I mean, there's so much proof there because we literally haven't talked or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Sarah and I talk every day. So that's, that's the biggest thing is I wasn't. Yeah. One, one second. Sorry. All right. Uh, for those, uh, for for those of you who are just joining us, we're speaking with David Shirley, who was just recently featured on naked and afraid. And he's giving us some stories from the stories from the jungle and talking about that, the experience as he's trying to survive in the Amazon rainforest. Unfortunately, uh, David was medically extra and he didn't really have the choice. He was being literally eaten alive by bugs and uh, more. I would say it was more on David's, David was getting the worst of it from what I saw. Are you still with yeah, us, David? that's definitely true. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely true. Um, so your blood type has a big thing to do with it. Um, and really? I'm O negative, which is like super rare blood mm-hmm. that you can give to everybody, yep. but you can only get that blood type back. But yeah, your blood type has a big thing to do with it. And uh, like the way you expel CO2 and everything. But oh, wow. The one girl, Makani, barely got bit up. And uh, Sarah got bit up pretty bad, but I mean, you can't control the way your body reacts to stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think it's because she was a vegan. Part. Now, <laughs> now, if you, not that we're saying you have or you haven't, but if you got the chance to go back, would you research and see if there's like more like plant life there that you could do that would maybe help you with the bug situation or, uh, or, or did you do this before? Um, like you were saying before, like what, what you could do and all that. I mean, we do a lot of research. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously we already have a pretty good, um, knowledge base of what we're getting into, but we definitely research more. Um, one thing that didn't show is, I mean, we, we try getting a fire going all the time. Everything Mm -hmm. was so damp and Mm -hmm. just wet. We couldn't get not, we could not, the fire starter broke. It was bad. Um, there's two different types of termites out there. There's ones that are on the ground um, that build their nests on the ground, and those mm-hmm. are more toxic. Like you don't you don't want to like burn those. You can see people you burn them in a fire, and it kind of helps ward off shit. Um, 
the ones that are up in the trees, a little bit harder to get, but those are the ones you can like wipe on your body and everything like that, burn them huh. in the fire, and that that's what'll help keep bugs away. Um, we did that. I mean, we did that several times, mm-hmm. and that did not help. Like the Jeez. bugs were relentless. He so, was the mean. I mean, that was he when was I, the... I mean, <laughs> we've all seen yeah, that yeah, meme where there's all that stuff. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off there. Oh, you're good. Now, is this your last reality TV show, or is there any others that you were possibly thinking of going into now that you're a veteran? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a veteran, um, but yeah, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if any that I'd want to go on yeah. or anything like that. Okay. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fun, I'm, I'm laid back, um, like. I, I don't think I can deal with the drama. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Uh, I got you. I'm pretty, I'm pretty easygoing and everything like that. I couldn't deal with the constant drama or yeah. anything like an MTV show or anything like that. You want, to, you don't want to be on Jersey Shore. No. You, no. you don't, you don't want to be in a telephone situation. Be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think those shows pay a little bit better. Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> now you mentioned that you're, you're. Um, your sense of humor and your positivity. And that's something that we, we, we tend to always come around to here on the AA meeting is motivation and positivity and stuff. Now I, I watched your show at least three times, uh, your episode. And it seems mm-hmm. like you brought a lot of the positivity to that group dynamic. How was that? How hard was that to maintain that while you're si- you're so miserable and be eating, a, eating alive? I mean, I've been through some shit before that. I mean, I've been, I've been eaten up by bugs before, but I've always been able to get myself out of it. I mean, I could leave and go put clothes on and all that stuff, like going out fishing or whatever. Um, I mean, I've, I've, the training I've been through in the Air Force and everything like that, stuff you can't get out of. I've always had a good, like, perspective. Um, but there, I mean, there's, there was no getting away from it. Um, even like when I was carted off, um, the, the guys like, you're in, you're in good spirits. I'm like, I, I can't control the way my body reacts. Like I can, I can control the way I react, mm-hmm. but I can't control the way my body reacts. Like, I mean, if something bites you, you can still be happy for a little bit, but I mean, the venom, obviously, whatever it's going to, it's going to take its effect. Yeah. So, it is what it is. There's a certain extent for that. Yeah, exactly. So if this was like an ABC special and there's a lesson to be learned after every experience, did you learn any take any, what did you take away from the jungle other than scars from bug bites? <laughs> um, don't underestimate it. Um, like, I mean, there's, there's people that have been living out there for thousands of years, literally still now a day mm-hmm. without any, any interaction with us as a, whole other like everything that we have going on i mean there's people out there i've never seen an airplane or car or anything like that they don't know what a phone is mm-hmm. um and it's it's terrible that it's being taken away from them um i agree the uh there's i mean everybody's they're destroying the rainforest and everything like that mm-hmm. um that's that's the biggest thing is like don't interact with that i mean mm-hmm yeah, they've or been they'll bite you in the ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. Now I mean, we got those people have been out there forever, and mm-hmm. they've been dealing with everything, and we just come in and and wipe out everything. <laughs> yeah. So, 
I mean, recycle. I mean, that's the least you could do. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got a question from one of our listeners again. Audie Ingram asks, mm-hmm. he goes, where are you from? Uh, originally, I'm from Oregon. Um, I did nice. 10 years in the Air Force and kind of lived overseas a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up in Arkansas. So here wow. I am. <laughs> heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. It's good stuff. That's awesome. And you, you do, you've done a couple of, uh, I saw you do a couple of Facebook posts uh, regarding here in Tahlequah. So that's what actually made me reach out to you because I was like, hey, that's a local boy. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I was dating a Tahlequah girl for a little bit and then that ended. Oh, um, no. So, yeah. <laughs> well, on the bright side, you never know when you're going to be trapped in the jungle again with two lovely ladies. So. Yeah, there's always that. <laughs> Hopefully later than sooner. <laughs> right. Got to heal up, man. You'll get your chance, though. I feel it. I feel it. I love that show. Uh, have you gotten any um, – one last question before we uh, we wrap things up with you. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks again for giving your time. Now, I watch a lot of, like, survival uh, stuff on YouTube. Do you get any know-it-alls that, like, come up to you? Why didn't you just do it this way? Why didn't you do this or that? Uh, shockingly, no. I mean, I, I, I kind of seem to have been brushed under the table for the most part. I think everybody was like, they thought McConney was so hot and everything. They kind <laughs> of like rushed to her or they, they make fun of Sarah for being like, she has short hair and they think she's a butch lesbian. Um, but right. she's obviously, she's literally not like cool. if anybody, like she's, Sarah is the most badass person I've ever met. I mean, we have our different views and everything, but like, I mean, you can, she, in the episode herself, she says, like, she'd rather be with me than Makani. Um, there's, I mean, I, I've i seen some things people say and everything like that, but they they can they can voice their opinion to an, a certain extent. But, I mean, unless you're in that situation, you can never, you can't, you don't have water to hold in your hands. Yeah. Type right. of thing. Uh, so, I mean, it was... It's it was insane. It was definitely a, a big experience. But yeah, I mean, unless you're there, you don't have. Yeah, you can't. You can't help water. Awesome. Well, Arlo, you got a final question? Uh, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something that just completely <laughs> went blank. It was gonna be around the lines of I don't even remember, dude. I started clicking on this thing over here, and I just <laughs> lost my mind. Uh, Squirrel. Yeah, it, it was, dude. It was. I'm, this is what happens when you stay up too late. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. I was going to ask you. How has the show changed your life? Um, not really. has your life I changed? Get a bunch of random. <laughs> no, I get a bunch of random messages from like dudes on Facebook, like saying, "Hey, like just super creep, like not creepy, but like weird, oh. like hey, you did good on the show." I'm like, "Hey, thank you. Why are you friend requesting me?" Type of thing. Um, <laughs> That's all. Just, yeah, just weird. That's I probably not, th- what he thought when I friend requested him. <laughs> He's like, "Here's yeah, another yeah, creeper." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, like, who are you? Like, and it, like, I don't know. Um, a lot. It's definitely expanded my horizons. I mean, I've a lot of people that have been on the show and everything like that add me and and all that. And we have yeah. conversations and stuff like that. But it's awesome. Um, as far as changing my life, not not so much. All right. I mean, good. I'm I'm pretty open. Um, I'm I'm funny in real life. Like that was a big thing. All my friends are like, "Holy shit!" Like you were like, you didn't change or anything. I'm like, no, I was telling small dick jokes at the old time. Like, 
You gotta make the so, best uh, of a little situation. What right? can I say? Exactly, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Own it. That's how. That's how you get through life. That's what people don't do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, David. I appreciate you uh, being on our show. Thank you so much, and I will be watching uh, in the future because I am a hardcore fan. fan. I hope to see you (laughs) in in the future. And uh, once again, go ahead. I said me too, but you guys better send me one of those shirts. (laughs) We'll work on it, buddy. That's the price. That's the price for my interview. (laughs) That works. That works. (laughs) All righty, buddy. You have a good evening. Thank you. You too, both. Uh, once again, folks, that was David Shirley from Naked and Afraid. You can catch his episode. It is streaming now on the Discovery Network. And uh, But, yeah, we've got other things to talk about. But that was awesome. That was a down-to-earth guy. Very, very. I very think uh, he had Arlo's heart when I said he's a car salesman, too. And that so cracked me like, up. Oh. So I was like, okay, I, I, I can relate with this kid. <laughs> but that's what it's all about, though. I mean, he, he was a survivor. And uh, in a situation like that, and he, he, he put it very well, you know, uh, you can't change the circumstances you find yourself in and you can't, I mean, you got to keep pushing on. You got to keep that positive outlook and that positive mentality. And I mean, we still see it every day. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, how, I mean, there's people out there that eats tarantulas and I mean, they, have you seen that video? Yes, I posted that video. You did post that video. That was brutal. Do you think? Do you, okay, say you're out in the jungle, and I know you're not a survivalist type. Uh, and by that I mean go out and knowingly subject yourself to like naked and afraid out in a jungle uh, with no clothes. Well, I know you'd like to be out naked and afraid in a, or naked in just, the woods with a lady, but just swinging, <laughs> baby elephant walk. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just got a. I heard the song from the Jungle Book when they're walking and they're playing that song. Um, so do you think you would be able to eat bugs and grubs and all of those things that you've got to do out there whenever you're desperate for food? You know, at the end of the day, you'd have to. Yeah. I mean, if you if you wanted to make it to the end, and outlet, you'd have to. I mean, I I would like to say, I would like to say honestly, I could. But you never know until you were there. Right. I mean, everyone can sit here and say, oh, well, here's what I do. Here's what I do. Would you? Have you ever right. been in that situation? Mm-hmm. Then I can't say that's what you would do. Well, there a video went viral this week on Facebook of some, I'm, I don't know if this they're Cambodians, they're uh, where they're from, but these ladies are preparing a delicacy in their village or their uh, their family or whatnot, live tarantulas, and uh, oh my gosh, that just does not even look appetizing. Because have you ever petted a tarantula? No. They're, they're fibrous, like they're they're if they're not soft, I mean they, these they're like prickles. I mm-hmm. mean they're they're very it's like a wire brush. Okay. And just imagine putting that in your mouth. Oh my gosh, that is not. Now, granted, they do look like they fry them. Yeah, they're now, preparing them with some yeah, sh- I, some flour and stuff. No, I, I don't know if that changes the texture. I would got I got to think it don't. Yeah, I, do, I don't know if that would change any of the texture and make yeah. it extra crispy. That's some that's some uh, what's that guy Andrew Zimmerman stuff? You know, jeez, I I uh, or, or Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. 
Yeah, he did drink his own urine out of a snake, so there's there's that. I also watched him drink a drink water out of elephant crap. Oh, I forgot all about that episode. You remember that when he yeah. was like in Africa, picked up a big old big old Honk elephant dung pile and, and just, just started, wrung it. Yep. Oh, gag. Now. That dude. That dude was was tough as nails. I mean, granted, his show might have been some BS, but uh, right. Uh, Berto says he he'd eat that, but you know I don't blame. I mean I'm not nothing surprised me about Berto. Berto is just the the baddest. No offense, but Berto's just the bat, baddest mf'er I've ever I've ever heard of. Well, you don't even know me and Berto had a conversation when I came over here. Berto, we can't repeat that, but <laughs> I mean from a young age. Yeah, trust me, trust me. There ain't, there ain't much I don't know. We don't know about each other. <laughs> Well, the impression I get is that he didn't chose the life. The life chose him. And uh, that man's a bad mf'er, as Samuel L. Jackson would <laughs> That's why say. That's machete, man. That's yeah. Why machete. Murdo's my dog. Sabrina in the comments says, if you're naked, you best believe something is trying to crawl up your butt. <laughs> so you might as well eat it before it gets a chance to get you first. That, that's a valid point. Yeah. Yeah, well, put it in the end that's, you know, going to get some nutrients from it, I guess. Touche. Touche. Jeez. Do you ever, uh, that makes me think of that movie, um, Stand By Me, you know, where they're all pulling the leeches off. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, I hate, I, I, I hate bugs. I mean, I'm, I'm not, like, yeah. going to scream and run Oh, my them. God, oh, my God. I'll just kill them. Yeah. I'm going to kill them quick. Yeah. I'm not going to like it. I'm going to be yeah. a little jumpy, but... Jeez, I can't imagine just like being infested, like Ugh. just swarm. Like on Fear Factor, yeah. where they stick their head in those things and they'll drop all those bugs on their head. You, you've got to watch David's episode. I mean, he was. I mean, it, there was a, anytime he went anywhere, there was like a literal swarm around him. And they, he, you, they several times the camera panned down to his legs and they're just crawling. That sucks, man. I mean, it's brutal. That sucks bad. I mean that's 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 just rough. I don't care, right. especially like I said, there's not much you can do and how you react. Like he said, there's yeah. there isn't. Um, I really like David, and, and I don't see him being uh, in Instagram like the millennial types. Uh, Instagram models. What I'm referring to is this past week, and I think it's a good story. Um, and you and I, we we disagree on Instagram as a as a career choice. Uh, social media as a career choice so like the e-gamers and people who put themselves out there and that's their living they make good money they make more than you and i combined and um and you you kind of take this well there's there's more honorable ways to make your money which is a valid point me i you know what you do you honey boo i mean i say if you're making money and you're successful in whatever you're doing i say go for it but what happens Whenever you put yourself in that goal, you- no, I mean I'm not dis- disagreeing with making your money. Right. I have no issues with you. I just don't think they should get paid that much money. Okay, my bad. I mean it's a video game. At the yeah. end of the day, mm-hmm. you're not changing the world. You're not helping the world. You're mm-hmm. just playing a video game. Mm-hmm. And I never understood why you would get paid to play a video game. Right. Okay. Fair. Touche. Touche. My mistake. Um, a video came out this past. <laughs> This past week of an Instagram person, uh, I don't know what they call him, a social media influencer. I don't have, um, so like- I'm so conflicted on this poor girl. And yes, I do say poor girl. Oh, 
in the case. It's not the a volume. poor girl. It, it is though. No. It is. But your look, I don't I don't think you're giving it a fair shake at look. Now, what it came to for this this girl, Jesse Taylor. Uh, she's on Instagram. Now, what it is, is she got 100,000 followers on Instagram. Now, for those of you who don't know, after you hit that 100,000 mark, you get verified. That little blue check mark means you can now monetize your your account. You're now making money. And you're, every time you video, every time, every so many views, you get cash, cold hard cash for it. Put in your account. And this is how people make their living. So now that she had these 100,000 uh, plus viewers, she was now making a living. And this past week, her account got deleted because apparently a bunch of haters or bullies, cyber bullies, whatever you want to call them, started reporting reporting her to Instagram because haters going to hate, you know, the haters because the anus. And uh, so they started reporting and doing mass report and she they deleted her account. So. What brings us all full circle, she posted a video of her crying, weeping, uh, crying foul, whatever you want to call it. I'm not going to play the audio because it, it's that bad, but yeah, she's... Okay, I'll play a little bit of audio. Play the audio. I'm it back. I'm calling everybody I can, and I don't know why it's not working out for me. I've been away because of this. I'm in LA because I want to be on Instagram and I'm randomly just recording this to put this in the video. I I am nothing without my following. I am nothing without All right, I'm going to cut it there. Um without my following. <laughs> she goes on later on to talk about, you know, she's not she's worked at McDonald's. She doesn't want to do the 9 to 5. That's not her. She goes on to say she's been homeless before. She's had to resort to the sex industry. Um, you take that how you want. She said she's stripped. She said she's done some things for money she's not proud of. She doesn't want to go back to that life. And that's what she was doing when she found Instagram. And she she's attributing Instagram for pulling her out of that bottom of the barrel. Your thoughts? The thing I don't like is where it says I don't have any other skills. That's what I don't agree with. Uh, this is a big wormhole. <laughs> it is. I mean, That's why we had to talk about it. Uh, because I'm like, you have a thousand other skill sets. Mm-hmm. It goes to one of those things. What did you learn from, from all of this. Okay. What did you obtain when you were homeless? What did you obtain when you were doing whatever for the sexual act stuff, whether it was stripping or whatever? What knowledge did you obtain from it? What did you take from it to say, I, from this point on, will not have to do this again? Mm-hmm. And then you get in here and it's just like, did you never expect something not to crash and, and that's where i go do you remember a long time or a few episodes back probably a few months back right. when i said if you obtain it and you get it but you didn't learn anything through the process what are you worth when you lose it i got you Do you remember that yeah this is prime example that's prime example for me if i never saw this video if she had never posted this video i would honestly feel bad for the girl but, you know, I, I, I am a technical person. I, I see the industry, the social media industry, and what it's worth and that, that it has value. Touche. 
if she would have, she could have taken in a, I understand where she's, it's heartbreak. And what she, what we're witnessing in that video is basically the same as a guy who's been a lineman, uh, working in a factory, uh, which is not a glorious job, but it's a, a very, it's a job. You know what I'm saying? That job made them money, got them out from like selling drugs or whatnot. And if he got laid off without warning, you best believe he'd be destroyed. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to go back to stealing and robbing and, do, you know, doing everything I have to do. Nah, because he, yeah. he's got he's got job skills. He's got grind mm-hmm. mentality. So yeah. you'd be like, man, I'm going to go hit up construction yeah. sites. I'm going to go hit up this. They're going to ask what I'm doing. I can be a laborer for 50. You know, you, yeah. you, you're going to go. Th- yeah. This girl just does not want to do anything else other than Instagram pay. Right. I and mean, that's, no offense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you can do it. Awesome. True. Awesome. If you can do it. But. When it's not there, mm-hmm. again, what did you learn? It's It goes back to our favorite quote, which came from Rocky. You know, life is not about uh, getting knocked down. It's about getting Nick. Uh, well, you know the line mm-hmm. better than I do. Yeah, but, it's not uh, sunshine and rainbows, you know. Yeah. It's not how hard you can hit. It's how hard you can get hit and get, you know, keep coming forward. That's what I was trying and to say. And I think this is more of an outreach just to Instagram for them just to turn everything back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's desperation, and I don't you, say that as an insult, but it's desperation. I, I, over the last years, few years since I've been doing a lot of <laughs> VIP stuff, I've came across a lot of millionaires, right? Multi, multi, over millionaires uh-huh. who've lost everything, right, and came back, lost everything, uh-huh. and came back, and they said not once when we lost everything did they ever think I'm not coming back. Yeah, does that make sense? Oh yeah. And yeah. I'm sure they cried when they lost you, it all. You're going to. But you do that in private. And it, Well, you do it, and you get it out, but you don't stay there. Yeah. You know, this right here, I, I just, I, I, it's it's just, she's just trying to get her old thing back on, which is probably mm-hmm. not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you got to come up with the next idea of, okay, I did it once. Yeah. I can do it again. I, I would say you and I, I mean, hell, we podcast. We're mm-hmm. a public well, we want to be out in front of the public. We're public people, right? But we're very, we're, I would say we're both very fiercely guarded in regards to what we want to stay private. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem with individuals like this, they don't understand that barrier, that there should be two sides to that coin. Touché. And when they get onto Facebook Live or Instagram Live or whatever the case, they put out themselves in the most vulnerable of ways the problem is everybody out on the internet i'm sorry especially if you're listening to the show we appreciate you having the uh being on the show remember to hit that like follow subscribe um they're assholes i mean they're the keyboard warriors are out there and they're wanting you to fail they want you to fail and so when they, you show that weakness it is blood in the water mm-hmm. in a school of piranhas now they said i don't care if this girl failed or succeeded yeah. i'm just saying mm-hmm. what did you learn from it Oh, oh yeah, that's that's all I'm asking, right? Because I got Audi out here saying, uh, "Judge not, lest you judge yourself." Well, I don't mm-hmm. know what that means because I'm not judging this girl. I'm asking yeah. her, "What did you learn from this? Right. What did you obtain from this? How are you going to get it back?" Now, yeah. you know, because this is done. Yeah, this 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 video right here is not going to help you. No, it, like you said, it's going to throw the sharks in the water. Yeah, they have, and it kind of takes me to the next point of the whole topic. I've I have personally followed this individual just because I wanted to see the aftermath. Okay. And she, oh my gosh, I. this is why I say the poor girl, because 
she has like for every like one positive comment everyone's bashing her there's like a thousand other assholes that are just you're ugly you should just kill yourself you are just worthless da 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 i'm like whoa why why are you even why? yeah people like and that goes back to everybody yeah. rather root for you to fail yeah than root for you to succeed right i think um now that i'm a father it kind of makes me a little bit more sensitive to seeing a young girl who I she I'm sorry she made a poor decision by posting this video. That's the, my only bad thing to say about this young lady. Um, but if I saw that many people like my daughter setting out on the bleachers crying at a dance because something something embarrassing happened and everybody laughing and pointing at, yep. I'm going to be pissed. I'm oh, ready absolutely. to start chunking some kids across the room, and that's kind of the the fallout that's coming from this girl. So in that regards, I feel bad for it. The other thing I wonder. Mm-hmm is i always tell people there's two things in this world there's success misery and success right and i always tell them both of them love company because i always tell people misery loves company mm -hmm. but you know what else loves company success loves company mm -hmm. now is this a ploy because she's obviously smart enough to draw people mm -hmm. is this her ploy to gain more you know people back because you know some people that dissed her are probably going to follow her just to see her fail oh yeah and not realize they're adding to her yeah you see what i'm saying oh yeah so i mean it's that's where i was like mm, she's probably yeah. possibly a marketing genius too yeah because she did it once well look at what happened to kim kardashian mm -hmm. with the sex tape that's paris what hilton. made her yeah that's what made them was yeah and perez hilton and all of these people who have been publicly embarrassed and then they capitalized on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think you're onto something there. I, I had, Have you watched the full video? No, I, I didn't even watch it once I read where it said I have no other skill set. Oh, you, I, she I lost like, you. Nope, yeah. not going to watch this because that's BS. Yeah, Everyone has a skill set. Mm -hmm. Being on Instagram is not your gift. Mm -hmm. She has a gift that's bigger than just posting videos on Instagram. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Because I tell people, I said, the problem with gifts in this world is people need to quit thinking them as running, singing, dancing, jumping. You're viewing it as she's limiting herself. It very. Yes. Very. Mm -hmm. Because this video is just like, oh, I have no other, I have no other uh, skill set in the world. This is all I do. I don't want to work a nine to five. Okay. Yeah. No. No. No one says you have to be nine to five. You probably got still a chunk of change sitting in your bank account. Go invest it, bet on yourself, and see what you can make happen. You can watch the full video on our on our Facebook page, AA Meeting Podcast on Facebook, and just scroll down a bit. The whole video's there. It's it's really rough. It's hard to watch. Uh, especially for me, I've got a bleeding heart. So I rather than seeing the context, I kind of see the emotion behind it. Um I, I would say my takeaway before we move on is, folks, don't air your dirty laundry on social media. It's not the place. <laughs> the more you put out there, you're, we are all judged on everything we put out there. You're judged on everything you talk about here. I'm judged a lot on here because of my sense of humor and the way I refer to myself. And, you know, everybody that's rooting for you is probably not. Right. And there's some, that, and most of the ones that are, they don't want to say nothing mm -hmm. because they don't want to be viewed as that. Mm -hmm. And so what you get into people who do this where they, oh, my God, what was me? My life is ending. I don't know what I'm going to do now. I'm, I'm, I'm screwed. My life is over. You then lose all of your credibility when you put stuff like this yep. on there. Absolutely. And I, I, she's a beautiful young lady. Yep. I've watched her feed. She, I don't want to... 
I haven't watched enough to see like how intelligent she is, but she markets herself. I mean, if she's a, she's a hot lady, so she can market that. Mm-hmm. So, but this she lost a lot of people, but she's also gaining some. Gaining so. quite a bit of people. Yeah, I she'll she's, come back. She's gonna, we'll see more. She's going to gain those bleeding hearts. Yeah, you know, very much so. Mm-hmm. And so then it becomes a polarizing thing. So it's like uh, you the more. People that are assholes, the more, all right, I got to say something positive for her. So I, I didn't, but, you know, I'm one of those people. I will sit there and watch a train wreck, too. You know, so. I, I never knew Instagram pays you. All social media pays you. See, I did not know. I mean, I don't, all of them. I don't pay attention to any yeah. of that. You know what I mean? Well, I do what I do on mine, and that's it. Uh, but I was wondering, because I got, I got some people that I know that are serious, like, you know. Uh, always or, putting content out. Always. Yeah. yeah. Always putting stuff out. And, uh. Like they're fitness people, like over the top mm-hmm. fitness people. You well, know. see, you like, could have, but you didn't reply to the Illuminati text. You know? <laughs> That's true. When Illuminati hit me up last year on Instagram, on Instagram, yeah, uh, yeah all social media pays you. But yeah, and I, like I said, I didn't know that part. Mm-hmm. But uh, because I got some people, and they're always posting these, you know, pics and workout stuff, and I was like, what are they doing? Yeah. And I didn't know that's probably what they're trying to do is get enough to do this to be like this. It girl. Is. Yeah, your your target number is a hundred thousand. After a hundred thousand, you're making good change. That is crazy. Then you start getting booked. Then you start getting sponsorships because you are now. Then after a hundred thousand, you start getting into the territory of being considered a. Um, a social influencer uh-huh. that's that's the title that they're all looking for now interesting and so yeah yeah so look now now you're thinking about it you're like yeah maybe i could make no i'm kidding nah. i i can't see you doing I just, that stuff. i just i just didn't know that i yeah. thought i mean it's interesting i mean mm-hmm. if that's your thing you know and yeah. you got what it takes i guess right i'd rather see something more positive yeah get in there right you know than just hot chicks well, you know, I think she'll bounce back, but you know who she didn't? Will. You know who didn't? Who's that? The the blonde chick from Smallville. <laughs> Allison Mack is her name. She she was an attractive. She, she was, was your she, type. She, she was, was cute. skinny white she lady. She was cute. She was cute. I'll give her that. And uh, she just pled guilty to a sex cult. Have you followed the story at all? Some. Have you, yeah. Some. Have you seen any of the videos? No. Um, not, they're not porn. That's no, not porn. yeah, but I was like, um, I don't have a video for you guys to show you, but they are very much, I mean, it was the, he was the modern day Charles Manson without the murder. He had a whole group of men and women, uh, and it was all based around sex. And I mean, the way she looked at him, she was looking at a prophet these videos she was just enraptured and you could almost visually see the words coming out of her mouth and she's dangling in the i mean it, it was it's, it's something you got to look up allison mack interviews on youtube and i mean she was hook line and sinker and she became one of the recruiters and so and it was just basically a sex cult and sex trade and these girls would brand willingly brand themselves with hot fire stuff right on their crotch area, like in their inner thighs. And they would brand things on them uh, to who they belong to. They'd give themselves to these people. Wow. Yeah. Let me, let me see if I can find the actual. I don't know why. Why is Triple H versus Batista the main no ad that came up on this? That's kind of scary. Sex cult. <laughs> there's WWE. WWE. 
Um, I'm not sure what it stands for. The NXIVM. Uh, the the tagline. This is coming from. Uh, let's see. Let's make sure it's a credible source. This is per Var- Variety magazine. According to prosecutors, Mac recruited women into the NXIVM, a network of self help programs based in Albany, New York. The recruits were told the group would help with women's empowerment. Prosecutors say. The organization was set up like a pyramid scheme with courses costing thousands of dollars. Prosecutors also alleged that the leader of the group, Keith Rainier, established a secret sex cult within the organization in which the slaves were branded in their pelvic areas with his initials. So that's how you knew. That's like, I mean, you know, you go you you go to a a slaughterhouse and you see the brand oh that's certified grade a angus right there no no you pulled oh, that's just so wrong on so many levels but she was always a sweetheart on that show it's hard to believe she would be someone that would like recruit these girls into the sex trade but uh apparently they gave them away i mean it, it rivaled the more you know some of the more uh, extreme Mormon churches and stuff where they're giving the young away to yeah. the older. Yeah. yeah. So that's insane. Dude, man. that is nuts. Yeah. Uh, and we, she was just on the, the video we played last week when we were joking about, about yeah, Smallville. That's, the girl. that's why I was like, dude, we, uh, when I seen that pop up this week, that's why I added it to the page because I was like, we literally just talked about this, talked about her on, uh, about being on Smallville. We did. Uh, wow, man. I mean, that's just, that's unreal. Just what people can be. Yeah. I don't want to say suckered into, but suckered into. Right. I, yeah. Wow. Right. And then, I mean, this is the girl that, I mean, her theme song. Put the video up. Let's see all the small Oh, you want to see the video again? Yeah. Uh, you you can't see that enough, can you? No. You, did you watch that show? Oh, I did. Dude. I watched every episode. Really? I have like every every one of them on box set. Huh? Yeah. I did not. Well, you do like superhero movies. I, I do love. I love superheroes. You seen where uh, Tom Welling's possibly uh, rumored to be on Arrow season eight? He is. I just. Wow, she needs From some the sex cult. And, well, and here's what I'm wondering: Is she gonna be? Uh, Let me see if you, I. You'll know yeah. something's up if she ends up committing suicide soon. In the in the cell, yeah, yep. maybe possible. Because I'm gonna put money because she pleaded she had, she guilty. She pled guilty, yeah. Which means I guarantee she probably ratted out a lot of people. Oh yeah, you know she got to get a lesser lesser sentence. Yeah. Yeah, you know where the snitches ended, end up, and ditches, and she's yeah she'll be hanging from herself. I'm sure she'll be on suicide watch. For, I don't know though, Sharon Tate and all those Manson ladies, uh-huh. they never. I mean, they wrote it out because they were doing their prophet's work. Nah, you got a point. That's a valid point, mm-hmm. but oh, it's a different day and age. Yeah. Different day and age, and these kids nowadays, they don't. Yeah, Audi says this, uh, just you guys wait, this sex cult thing is way bigger than you can imagine. I'm sure it is. I mean, and this could segue into our upcoming conspiracy theory show where 
because there's been a lot of allusion to the fact that Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell mm-hmm. and the a recent model had ex- stumbled across the truth and then the truth killed them mm-hmm. in the form of a su- suicides. So, I mean, that's... And we're, we're going to talk about that in our upcoming conspiracy theory show here in a week or two. We'll we'll get a theme and we'll we'll put that on Facebook. We'll also be putting out our sponsors. Another big shout out to Full Blood Clothing Line, native owned business with a lot of desi- designs. You can check them out on Facebook. Also, the Electric Cowboy in Fort Smith. And if you would like to be a sponsor on the AA meeting and get some advertising in, AA Meeting Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it is it is a lot bigger. And, um, and, and that's such a shame. It is, man. I mean, it's it's just... I don't get it. I don't either. I don't understand how that can exist today in today's technology in the shadows. There's, there's, the shadows are getting smaller, my friend. This isn't 1954 where you could do anything and unless somebody opened their mouth, nobody knew about it. It's kind of like Fight Club. First rule yeah. of sex cult. Don't talk about sex cult. Yeah. Second rule of sex cult. Don't talk about Don't sex talk about sex cult. <laughs> First night of sex cult, you have to get down. <laughs> and branded. You gotta get branded. Adam's got one on his ass cheek. Adam's got a tram stamp. What are you doing looking? When you're, when you're picking up all this man. stuff, you oh, just you see liars. all that you just see the tramp stamp flash. I'm waiting for my wife to hop in the comments. It's true <laughs> Sean wouldn't be on That was her side. brand. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wedding night shit. came out all right it's time for some honeymoon nope you're getting da- i'm gonna brand that ass <laughs> well yeah i, I agree Audie. Uh, what is it oh, oh, yeah. said it's- and it, goes, it all goes back to the new world order new, new, new world like order mean hollywood hogan yeah yeah i'd like to think i'm eric bischoff but i'm more like end up like a X Pac, or Jimmy Hart. I could do Jimmy Hart. I, th- I think I could be Jimmy Hart. That'd work. I'm fine with that. He still got paid, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all. Matters. Still got made big bucks. Still was on TV. Mm-hmm. Did what he liked. Mm-hmm. I'm not that respected, so you know, as long as I can make money and uh, still do what I like, I'd call it good. See, Audie even said he saw your tramp stamp when you were dancing in the cage. You liars! You know it's it's infectious. This 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 throne of lies you sit upon, and now I, man, Audie, I thought we were friends. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I love that. Audie cracks me up, man. Uh, Berto asks if you saw the headline today that bare knuckle boxing is now legal in the state of New Mexico. I did, Berto. That's pretty gangster right there. Right? Well, I tell you guys, uh, make sure you head on over to fightbookmma.com and you can follow up with that story as well as many others in the world of combat sports. But, Arlo, we are starting to run down on time. So, as we do every week, remember, folks. Once again, a big shout-out to our sponsors, the Electric Cowboy and Fort Smith. If you're going to looking to get down and boogie, and uh, before you get down naked and afraid, go out there and find you somebody to get be naked afraid with. And you can find a lot of those lovely ladies, or um, that's all we're really interested in in this in the studio anyway. And that's uh, down at Electric Cowboy. What's that address, Arlo? 6107 South 31st Street, Fort Smith, Arkansas, where Fort Smith plays at night. 
Member must be 21 to enter. Open till 5 a.m. Till 5 a.m. He said the hangover will la- last till 5 p.m. Though, so uh, please drink responsible. And uh, while you're out there, go ahead and support your uh, your native owned full blood clothing. While you're out there, the chicks dig it, uh, or so I'm told. I at least I pretended they did. Not that I really cared or anything, but. Uh, I, I've got my full blood, and it's one of my favorite shirts out there. They've got a lot of designs to pick from. You can find them on Facebook. But that's it for me, and I'm Adam Richmond. And as I do every week, I'm going to turn it over to my man Arlo here for some words to live by. All right, which I make this one short and sweet today. Uh, you know, we talked to a guy that's done some things in life, so we're going to talk about a little about success. On the journey to success, always remember it doesn't care about if it's too hot, too cold, too tired, too wet, too whatever outside. Whether you're tired, you're sick, you're heartbroken, you're happy, you're sad, all that success cares about is that you showed up. Like we always do about this time. Keep living strong, keep training strong. Most importantly, baby, keep loving strong. Hey, hey, meaning until next week, we are out. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.